AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey everybody, Bobby here. Thank you for listening to the Bobbycast. I want to share with you guys a new six-part limited series that we're going to feature over the coming weeks. It's called Unsigned and Independent. Hosted by Kevin O'Connell, who you may know as Kickoff Kevin from my sports podcast, 25 Whistles. But this six-part series features unsigned and independent artists and bands in Nashville. So this whole series was made to highlight the journey and the grind that musicians go through trying to make it in country music. The artists featured on this podcast, they're doing it all themselves. No labels, no management, with most, not even a publishing team. So Kevin will bring you their stories of what touring, writing, and recording music is like when you got to do it all by yourself. So even if you don't know their names, I think you'll be inspired by their passion to do what they love, and maybe you become a fan. New episodes every Monday for a while here on the Bobbycast feed for the next six weeks. The episode now is Graham Nancaro and... Kevin said he moved to town, and this is the first artist he saw at Tootsie's. So he's been here for a while, but it's pretty cool. Remember when I first moved to town? I saw people, and I was like, dang, I can't believe everybody's this good. And then you realize everybody is this good. It's a, it's a hard place to make it, but that's what this whole series is about. Here is episode one of the Bobby Cast Presents, unsigned and independent with Kevin O'Connell. Enjoy. <laughs> Hey, this is Kevin, host of Unsigned and Independent. I appreciate you listening to this podcast series. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Kickoff Kevin. On this first episode, we have Graham Nancaro. You can follow him on social media, at Graham Nancaro. Graham's a great guy. We dive into his story and him moving out to Nashville about five years ago from San Diego and what that journey's been like for him. He's an independent artist, so he does everything on his own, from his bookings to his showings, his traveling, whatever it may be. So he's got some great stories stories about you know maybe breaking down on the bus or what it's like to try to make it by yourself with no agency no management anything like that and i hope you enjoy it thanks again for listening 
Graham, what's up, man? Thanks for being here. I just saw on your social media recently that you were out on the road. It looked like you might have been touring. Is that right? Uh, it was a residency at MGM at Losers Bar, which you know of here okay. in Nashville, yeah. where they do Whiskey Jam. When you go on tour, is that something that you plan far in advance? Because obviously you have to you have to make sure you're getting paid for it. And there's right. a lot of, I mean, it's not like, hey, you just pick up and leave and go it's on tour. It's a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> so for a guy that's trying to make it in the industry, but randomly goes on tour or not randomly, I don't know if you randomly yeah. do. What is that like for you as an artist to try to make it in that lifestyle? Uh, it's tougher than I thought. I still love it. Um, I'm independent and independent artist, so okay. I don't have a bus driver. My band comes with me. We got a big old Sprinter van. It's comfy. Um, but, but you know, you run into things, and that's why people do have managers and publicists and all that stuff. Uh, so much can go wrong. So you're your, you're your publicist, you're your manager, you're the singer. The, you're the singer the, yeah, everything. It's a lot. Yeah, okay. but you know, I I trust that if I keep working hard, things will things will happen. I know? agree because you've been out here for what 2017, so about five years or so, and you've been on the grind. Right? Yeah, man. I yeah. mean, that's what this is about. We're here to talk about the grind. You, Nashville musician, artists—they're yeah. everywhere out here in our backyard. And I've only been here a year and a half, about a year and a half. And I remember my first weekend here, I was like, "Damn." There's so much talent here. So much. It's, it's insane. It's a blessing, too, as a as an artist. Right. So what's that like for you to go through those years of that grind? I mean, uh, you late nights, early mornings, you yeah. never know if you're going to play. You don't know if, you know, I, I don't know. It's the ups and downs. So take us through it. What's that like for you? Unreal. Uh, the first time I got here, I went straight down to Tootsie's because my buddy had a place to play. And you know, sure enough, playing four or five nights a week for four hours at a time, no breaks. Yeah real low dough and having to run the tip jug and just really you know humiliating stuff at times but uh it really got my chops up my chops up for entertaining uh when i moved here i thought i was kind of hit a ceiling so many people were like move to nashville and finally i checked it out after we made a record out here and i love it so uh basically it's taught me how to entertain and it's introduced me to thousands of musicians now so when i go on the road if someone can't make it there's 10 other guitar players that can and it's a special thing but i definitely i broke my back right right as i moved out here and went straight down to playing and it and my voice was going you know and the drinking and everything uh, it's really hard to keep it together <laughs> yes. but, I, I always say if i was in my young 20s in nashville there's no way i would have been able to live dude seriously I, mean, I would have been in jail a can you imagine times. yeah but, uh, anyway <laughs> keep going you broke your back how'd you break your back mountain biking oh, freak accident. i thought you were gonna say you're performing on stage and you got crazy yeah, and jumped I <laughs> yeah i should come up with something yeah right yeah. <laughs> that sucks okay so go yeah, on you broke good. your back when you first got out here yeah and uh it was just mountain biking with my mom and uh what brought me out here was a dude named Vance Powell. My band in Nancaro, my band Nancaro in San Diego uh had a 10-year run. Had a, we got signed and when I moved out here, we got an opportunity to work with Vance Powell who does all Jack Bla Jack White stuff, uh Chris Stapleton's Fish's new record. Like this guy's he he worked with Martina McBride. He was head of Blackbird with her husband. Just a legend. Wow. And a great dude. Uh, anyway, so we made a record called Hot Chicken based off his uh, explanation of the hot chicken consequence, which you could figure out on your own. <laughs> Use your imagination there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyways, uh, 
Yeah, man. When I fell, I fell in love with this town. Thirty days here, we stayed on the east side, and just I'm like, okay, it's time. Yeah, and you knew it right away. I mean, within those thirty days, you're like, okay, I'm here to yeah. stay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see where this takes me. I want to grind it out and see exactly. where I go. Exactly. And at yeah. first, you know, when, I don't know about you, but when I travel, sometimes I, I get like in a little bit of a homesick depression. And it's, mm-hmm. it, I think it was winter time, so it was a little cloudy, and I didn't know anybody. Yeah. You know, um, but I fell in love with it. Real, realized people are really nice here. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Of all the natural, everyone, well, what's your favorite part? I said, probably the people. Yeah. Especially because us, we come from, I'm from Southern California as uh, well. You know, Orange they County. They love us. Though. Yeah. <laughs> You're the people driving up the housing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They love us and then they, they love to come visit. Too. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. But uh, so we know, you know, you get a lot of superficial people out there in Southern California and you yeah. come to Nashville and it's just a totally different, a refreshing taste of people, new people and everyone's from somewhere else and you all kind of have the same mindset. Yep. So that's what makes it so easy to transition here. I feel like for anybody, no matter where you're from. Absolutely. And then, but it, it is hard, right? To leave Southern California. So what was like, man. what was that like leaving? Cause you go back all the time. I just is, got back, I, man. And it was hard to leave. Yeah. I had to play yesterday. So we, and, and I was getting back for this. And, right. Um, uh, it's, I, I miss the ocean. I miss the waves. Um, yeah. Cause you're a surfer. I miss my family. Yeah. I love surfing, dude. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's always there. Right. And I'm grateful to have family there so I could cruise there when I'm able to and, yeah. and play there. I mean, it's, it's a great market, and uh, it's it's my biggest market. Yeah. Uh, I do some analytics on bands in town, and it shows you where your hits are, and that's that's the biggest market still for me. Really? Yeah. Even even living out here in Nashville, you still get yeah. that major market out there? Yeah, I did see when I moved to Nashville, all these dots around Nashville start popping up, which, yeah. which is cool because it's so central. Right. And all these people flock here from Ohio and all around the country. Right. So And then they take the music back with them and listen to it. It's special. People that you played with, I, I saw online guys like Thomas Rhett, right? Yep. Billy yep. Carrington, Chris Stapleton. Josh Abbott. I saw you play at Nissan Stadium this year with the NHL dude, Classic. I mean, that was mind blowing. Yeah, dude. I I was actually stranded in New Mexico with a broken down van on tour, and Bollinger, my bandmate and partner in crime, called me. He's like, "What do you think about singing at the Stadium Classic?" I'm like, "Dude, bought the ticket right away. I'm in." Yeah. I so I left the van at the shop and flew out. And absolutely. Got there five minutes late. And really, you know, yeah, I didn't even have a chance to like have a beer, but it was awesome. Do you have somebody that's top of the head when somebody says, "Hey, who have you played with that's the most memorable?" Oh, dude, John Fogarty. Really? That guy put on the most amazing show I've ever seen at Stagecoach 2016. We were in the back watching from behind, and uh, we're like, we got to be out front. Mm-hmm. Even though it was thousands of people, and I don't like crowds like being in the middle, it, we went, and it was, number one, he played every single song about 10 clicks faster, and he's like 75. Yeah. Uh, so it was just electric, dude. And the whole, imagine the whole stadium singing, have you ever seen the rain? You know, yep. yeah. all time. Yeah, really? That's up there even? What, yeah. what was like uh, Stapleton? I mean, are you probably... Stapleton, we watched out front too. Okay, where was that at? Stagecoach as well. Okay. That's and what I uh, okay. he's unreal. That voice. I, I believe that voice is probably the, the best in country music, in my opinion. When I have to play a song of his, I have to like tune my guitar down right, right. massively. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like then, you know, when you're out on Broadway or wherever you're playing mm-hmm. here in Nashville and somebody comes up to you because... They think that you know every single song of, right. of all time, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. hey, I give, I'm giving you 20 bucks. You should play this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, uh, dude, like, I don't know yeah. every single song. So what's that like if somebody comes up and they're like, 
hey, can you play this? And you're like, ooh, maybe not. Is that a little... And they show me the money. And they show you the money. Well, what do you do? The thing is, the band sees the money, too. Yeah. So I kind of... is I do what I can to make it happen. And if not, I do a honky-tonk negotiation and try and work out something, maybe by the same artist, but another song. Or yeah. Yeah. Along the same lines. Okay, just to keep them some, somewhat happy, I Yeah, guess. and they always are. I right. mean, sometimes it's their wedding anniversary song, and they're kind of bummed, and I'll go outside and listen to it on my phone and come back in and, you know, oh, do really? the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> they're all doing the, the dance in the, on the floor in front of you, too, with the wife or what? Exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, some of the things that go down on that street. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you could tell some stories uh, that I don't know if we'd be able to make it on this podcast. I don't podcast. know if I could remember some of the stories. <laughs> <laughs> we had good times. Yeah? I'm, I'm kind of cutting it low on are cutting it down on Broadway. It's just not the... I've had my time. Mm-hmm. It's not the best environment to uh, be healthy. And I, I, my sleep schedule's still messed up, dude. I went to sleep at like 4.30 last night. Just, really? Yeah, and I'm like on melatonin and trying to... It just yeah. doesn't work because we did those 10 to 2 shifts for so long. Do you ever get on a consistent schedule? I mean, in the five out here that you've been out here? Yeah, I did when I was, you know... Tootsie's doesn't let you play anywhere else but their bars, so I had a good schedule there. Worked at AJ's, Alan Jackson's bar for a while. Okay. And um, just kind of, you know, broadening my horizons. I love playing out of state. I've always wanted the tour, so that's coming true, and I'm just doing that a lot. You're just Nan Caro now, right? Well, yeah, my, my band from San Diego is Nan Caro. Yeah. Uh, we had my buddy Russell play Lap Steel. He kind of isn't able to play anymore, unfortunately. Um, so... All of Nancaro didn't move out here, so I kind of formed. When I met John Bollinger one night, we were playing on stage, and he called me a goddamn saint. Okay. And I'm like, hey, dude, that would be a great band name. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, what do you think about that? So I changed my Nancaro page to goddamn saints, and I got some, you know, not not really flack, but just a couple people were like, okay, like this guy doesn't really care that's at a, all. That's huh? aggressive. But, but I'm punk rock, and, right. and uh, I think it's a time to be real. And it's it's art. Goddamn Saints is kind of funny. Yeah. And I hear rednecks say it all the time, so they can't get mad at me for it. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? I mean, I asked God if it was cool. I got all the signs it was. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have that name still or no? Yeah, yeah you, I do. Okay, you I, do. Yeah, I, I keep changing my Instagram. I run like five pages and it's just really tiring me out. So I'm trying to streamline it down to one without losing all my followers. Yeah. Have you talked to somebody in the industry, whether it's you know record, whatever label, and they're like, you know, we like you, but... We can't, with this name, we don't know uh, what to do with it? Or has it not gotten to that point, I guess? A couple shows, maybe, hey, can we use Nancaro instead? Mm-hmm. Um, corporate things. Mm-hmm. Uh, just depends, really. Um, haven't ran into too much trouble. No? No. no. Okay. I mean, it's kind of funny. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, it definitely sticks out. Yeah, it does. I'll, I'll and all that. my favorite bands, like Bad Religion, yeah. Sex Pistols, they weren't necessarily... Uh, yeah, you know. that's, that's true. Now that you say that, all those names, you're kind of like, they're my I wonder heroes. what they're about. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, you can't help but to think like, wait, this name? I need to hear this music. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. and Graham Nant Carroll's hard to remember. Yeah. Goddamn Saints is kind of sticks in your head. <laughs> it's kind of easy to remember. <laughs> easy to remember. Yeah. So you're going to stick with that moving forward then, right? For for my project with Bollinger, yes. Okay. I okay. love projects, man. Okay. Like, uh, all my heroes have like four or five bands. Some of them have like 40 bands. You know what I mean? Okay. It's just and like, who are some of the other guys out here that um, have kind of influenced you and gotten you to where you're at now? Um, I know you talked a little bit about it earlier, but is there some Bollinger? You're with him all yeah. the time, right? Or right. when you're performing? I only play with that dude. Okay. Time. Yeah. So him, he's huge. Uh, and it's really cool to get a guy like him to be like, dude, you're great. Let's play together. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh man, I, 
I got to step up now. And he's such a great player that I've worked hard to keep at that level. Uh, Vance Powell, like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. uh, total sweetheart. He got my first gig in town at Basement East, which is not an easy place to get into. You know, there's a lot of touring acts that come through. Okay. And that was back in 16. Um, who else? Oh, Rhett Miller. Okay. Old 97s. Yeah. He's pretty much the reason that I that I'm here and met Vance. Really? Yeah, and then my bass player Joe is the one that connect us, connected us all because he started with old ninety sevens originally in Texas. Okay. Um, Have you um, seen some people out here that you've met from the beginning and seen maybe now that they're to a place, whether it's with a, a record, you know, yeah. label deal, whatever it may be, where you're like, damn, I want that. Like, how did he get there, kind of thing, or no? Absolutely, right. Yeah, or yeah, multiple yeah. people, probably, yeah. or bands, artists. younger kids, and it's awesome. I'm, I'm happy for them. You see it happen every day. Then, what is that like for you, a guy still trying to get your break, and you see those guys? I mean, do you hold not maybe not towards them necessarily uh, personally, but you know what I like mean? Like, why not me? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what? No, because, uh, Bollinger said this thing to me the other day, and I thought it was so cool. He said, there's this old story. There's these two fish, and one of the fish is, like, frantic, and he's running around, swimming around, and he finds this other fish. He's like, hey, where's the ocean? And the fish goes, dude, you're in the ocean. He's like, no, 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 I'm looking for the ocean. Tell me where it is. And that's the whole the whole lesson there is, like, I, I don't want to sound cocky, but in my mind, I've made it. I'm doing what I love, and this is a process. Mm-hmm. You know, life is life. So mm-hmm. I just got to ride out the wave and enjoy every second of it because I look back sometimes and those days on Broadway that we were growing were actually really fun. Right. You know, and at times I was miserable and couldn't wait to get off stage. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not I don't have any animosity towards anybody with success. It's all about the journey. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone's journey is different than exactly anyone right. else. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so great. And like you were saying, even for myself, you look back a couple of years and you're like, damn, like at mm-hmm. that that time, you're like, oh, I don't even know what's going to happen. This and, that. and then you look back now and you're like, wow, I've come a long way in two years. Yeah. But you don't even realize it until you sit there and you think right. about it. Because we always want more. Exactly. Um, right now. Yeah. Right it's now. like it's kind of programmed into us as Americans. I feel like as a kid, you know, like do well at school, go to college. Yeah, I wish they would have said, hey, junior college works too. Yeah, that's you what know? I did. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. We don't need to be paying all this money for that. Right, right. <laughs> You're still just partying and doing exactly, that. Exactly, Exactly. And it was smart. You were around before the social media age. I'm grateful. Yeah. I got to so cut my teeth and What's that like and for, for you to see people you know get the success i mean good for everybody like we were, yeah, yeah. we were saying but as you've been around in both eras you've seen it before and then you've seen during and then now it's going on now yeah. Tapes, are, you, are you big on social media like do you try to use that platform i mean i'm sure you could assume i'm not really really into it mm-hmm. and there's nothing weirder to me than filming myself mm-hmm. i feel like if i'm filming myself then that means nobody else is willing to film me and i should <laughs> just stop yeah but uh social media however has absolutely helped me grow my career it uh, has yeah tiktok uh i got a call from a lady who wants to manage me through there it's like i don't know i dove in and got over my little whatever it was about it you know because yeah it's the new way and i know i don't want to be that old guy like oh the kids these days and you know what some of them are making it work I know, isn't that? I, I already feel like I'm 31, and I feel like I'm I'm an old man because I, I, I don't want a TikTok. I don't want. Yeah, yeah guess what? That's I, another I, thing. I got a TikTok about a week ago, you did? and I don't even know what I'm doing. No, you're awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, you're great. You'll do fine. I mean, that's the thing is t- when I heard TikTok, I'm like another 
social media platform, and now we're gonna we're gonna lip sync our songs and yeah. try to get a bunch of views, and it's just saturated, but it's working, and it's the hottest thing right now. So yeah, it's one of those. It's either uh, you get on the train and move with it, or yeah. it's gonna leave your ass behind, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And whether because you one day you it's like gonna it be or corporate and, or yeah. whatever owned by somebody else, and the algorithm will change. The algorithm is pretty special on that thing. I don't know how it works, but I know I don't really trust it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, if it works for you or whoever, <laughs> then do your thing. You know what I mean? Right. So tell me about this song. Get on up. Is Get that, on up. A new one. It's a brand new song. Got a great sound to it. I'll play a little clip of it real quick right here just so you can hear it. I mean, you can't help but to hear that just like, you start bobbing your head. Yeah, dude, totally. Stomping your feet. Man. And it, you just can't help it. No, I mean, and the musicians on there are just fire, dude. We got Bollinger, uh, Andy Hall, Darren Terrio on bass, who's been on tour with Garth Brooks. I mean, everybody. And if you hear that bass line, it's yeah. just so good. And then I have my friend Tara Lynn come and This play. the background? Or, yeah, the yeah. background okay, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was in addition to it. We needed something else. You know? I like it. Because my friend's like, you know, there's got to be like a call and answer thing because it's really catchy. So we got her in there. She's the best. Tara's a, a saint. I love her. I see her on your, on your Instagram a lot, right? Yeah, we're we're good friends. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we wrote a song together called I Understand, I Will Never Understand. And um, it premiered on CMT and got some love on some other platforms. So oh, really? Pretty cool. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. It, yeah, it was, it was a hard song. You know, me and Bollinger and her sat down and we were like, we usually talk and we were talking about what was going on in the, in the States right now with, you know, I mean, George Floyd had just passed away and all this stuff was going on there were riots in nashville and so Mm -hmm. we sat down amongst the chaos and and wrote that song and it was really cool it's awesome yeah thanks you find that uh inspiration from usually what's going on in the world or whatever kind of hits you that day yeah whatever hits me that day it it does vary okay a lot of times it's like a melody first or one word or little phrase that i'll kind of try and wrap it all around yeah but you know co-writing is really been awesome i didn't co-write until i moved here really yeah and you found a lot of people that you connect with and yeah yeah and it's i mean you know teamwork makes the dream work. that's right that's right (laughs) is there a goal out here for you where you think like hey if i get to this point or if i sign this deal or whatever it may be i mean is there an ultimate goal for you or are you just Mm -hmm. kind of going along and doing what you can and you know hopefully something will fall into place my goal has always been put out records. My heroes did that, and that's that's the old school way to me. Um, put out records, shows, tour for the rest of my life. And I mean, that doesn't have to be with a major label. No, like no. you don't need any of that, right? No, and no disrespect to labels. Like right. I would, if it was a good deal, man, I'd be all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but these days, so much is in our hands as artists. And we could do so much on our own, and maybe that'll create the interest in a label or a manager. Or, you know, all the things that we need. But the label has seemed to, from what I've understood in the industry, has seemed to kind of the importance of it has gone down, unless it's a, a big label that cares about you. Of course. Um, I've had experiences with labels. Uh, I was signed when I was 18 to a punk rock label, and Rancid took, an, uh, took us under their wing up in Northern California. Really? Yeah, man. Helped us make a great record at the record plant in Sausalito, or Sausalito which is like a legendary place where... Just crazy stories. So a lot of crazy stories. ODs in bathrooms. Oh, you know, okay. San Francisco since yeah. the since the sixties. You can imagine all the stories. Oh yeah, I can only imagine. But hey, Graham, I really appreciate you coming in here today. This is a lot of fun. 
Your story is awesome, and just stay on the grind. Keep doing what you're doing. Your outlook, everything will fall into place. There's no doubt about it. And for everybody that's listening, go check them out, Graham Nancaro on Instagram, Twitter. Check me out, Kickoff Kevin on Instagram and Twitter. Graham, thanks a lot. Let's do it again sometime. Thanks, Kevin. This was a blast, dude. Hell yeah. See you soon, brother. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with bare premium plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.